Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, this is Samuel Cardenas. Um, I am an architect, real estate investor, and a coffee shop owner. Uh, if you want to, you know, reach your fullest potential, then you should be following and listening to the People's Coach podcast. My really, really, really good friend, Angela Lillock. You're thinking that's ah, too late for change. You're already established, and life is good but it's definitely not great. Welcome to The People's Coach, your guide to living with more purpose and fulfillment. This is how life optimization should be. Brought to you by our host, Angelo Lilac. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the People's Coach Podcast. I'm Angelo. I'm your host, and I'm excited to bring you today's guest, my brother, Sammy Cardenas. He is a local legend here in the Chicagoland area. He's a real estate investor. He's an architect, and he recently just opened up his coffee store, Tribe Coffee. And I'm really excited to have him here today on the show so you can hear a little bit more about his story and be a fly on the wall in one of our awesome, awesome, just candid conversations. Really quick though, before we get started, I want to give you a quick heads up. We pick up about five to six minutes um, uh, into the interview just because there were some sound issues going on in the first five minutes. So you just missed a little bit of his intro, a little bit of his background, but don't worry. I know Sammy's going to be back hint hint to do another recording to share more value with you guys um so just to let you know we're starting a little bit mid conversation or not even mid but early conversation but i guarantee you there's so much fire in this you don't want to miss out let's get this going uh, you know but realistically it starts with the daily things that we do it starts with how we leave the imprint on the person we're talking to right now yes like and and, and i think our our individual time and our presence is one of the best gifts we can ever give anyone. Yeah, 100%. Because it's not, we never get our time back. The only thing we can never get back. Right. And the fact that we're investing it to in, in each other right now, it's it's a big thing because we get to choose. You could have You could have easily said no to this interview. Yeah. And it's like, you have to, we have, like, what I want people to get from listening to this is how they have to be intentional about the people that they surround themselves with. Yeah, no, it's 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 very important. Um, like last week, I had dinner with a few RT brothers and just mm -hmm. friends that I've met along the entrepreneurship. And I can honestly say that conversation was probably the best like dinner conversation that I've had. And mm. it was one of those where like, you know when the conversation are happening and you just take a step back and you just see things in perspective mm -hmm. you kind of just zoned out and just in your own train of thought um i noticed like man these are conversations that like are at a whole nother level right like they're literally what can i do for you right like what can i do for you to get you your personal life or your, your you know your businesses to where they want to get it's and it's just like conversations that I would have never expected to be in a table like that. So it's just like, you know, you're in the right circle when you have conversations like that and you help grow pushing one another. Um, and it, that was probably like the first time where like this, this felt right. This is it's like no 
like it just felt right it felt genuine like hearing other people's wins hearing what everyone's going through like it's just it was something just motivating right and it also motivates you because you know there is no there was no true like jealousy no you know like it was just pure just happiness you know there's uh one of my friends is you know moving to to vegas he just got like his huge opportunity for his business about to like triple x his his business um and i'm just happy you know it's just stuff like that's like man that's so motivating for me personally to just grow and develop but at the same time like yeah like i've seen it like we you know we were, we were at the same at the same like like we were just together we grew up together we were kind of raised so it's just so inspiring and it's just pure like just joy you know and it's it's just that like it feels right you know you're conscious it just feels like it's just it's just right and i think that's why it's important like um when you sit because energy is so contagious so the way that it's mm. good the way that it's bad right so if you have somebody on the table that's eating with you that you're sharing dinner with that's has bad energy or it's giving you like oh yeah but what if this or think about that and it's bringing up the you know it, it's it kind of bleeds and it also fills the room so it ultimately depends like where like how do what do you want to eat? like how do you want that experience to be who do you want the people to you just sit on your table how do you want those conversations to lead because that's actually very very crucial of like where you are in life and where you want to get to next Ooh, boy I, okay i think i found the, <laughs> the whole thesis of this this whole conversation because <laughs> you you hit like a lot of parts that i agree with and then there's also parts i want to explore and see like for me personally man i'm 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 all about surrounding myself with people who are going to sharpen me up and part of sharpening the blade requires friction so here's a key thing that and i think i've i've, I've kind of talked to you about this too one of my strategies that the people i surround myself with are not people that agree with everything i say like 100%. and i'm trying to be as humble as i can about this but there's enough people that try to gas me up and tell me everything i want to hear and how my ideas are great and how everything's going to be awesome and how they i'm like dude don't like <laughs> that's not <laughs> what i'm looking for right now i need some friction here because one of the things i i, I when i talk to people i want to see not just how we agree but more importantly in what areas do we disagree and then even if we disagree are we mature enough each to have a conversation about it and maybe I'll be a little bit more educated. Maybe you, you'll you be a little bit more aware. But in the end, we both walk away better. Yes. Not, man, screw Sammy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, that's not what I'm looking for. So I'm quick to feel somebody out and see, are we going to click? And if we are, where's the friction here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and even edit, uh, I'm not sure if it was Ed, my letter, Andy, what they mentioned, um, when uh there's this uh energy um well you're not always gonna agree right right but you gotta understand like are you trying to be right in the right or are you, are you trying to just prove a point and you just want to be right you know Ooh. what i mean and that's stuck to me because it's true like i i've realized um that it's not about winning the conversation or winning the argument i just want to be in the right and if i'm wrong then i'll own up to it right but i just want to know what's right because it's not it's not no longer competition It's trying to be on the same page and grow here yes i, I think that's one of the unique things about you and i's relationship is 
we have that understanding of, hey, you know, I may not agree with everything you say, and that's okay. I know you're coming from a place of experience. And here, here's what I teach my clients, right? As long as you know that the, where the person's heart is, you yes. may not know 100% if this is a 100% great person, 100, you know, but for, for the most part, I can say with certainty, I know you are at the core, who you are at the core. You're a good person with a great heart. So to me, the words that come out of your mouth reflect that goodness in your heart. I so I'll take that with a grain of salt. I love that. I love that. So how do you, what do you, how do you feel about people that you've known for a long period of time? Do you feel like you're indebted to them because we've grown, we've grown up with each other and I've known you for so long and you know, I feel like, Oh, I don't want to throw away the 20, 30 years of friendship because I believe one way you believe another. Now I'll tell you my opinion later, but I want to hear yours. What, what are your thoughts on something like that? Um, it's crazy because that's literally where I'm in life at, my, at, at right this point in time. So yeah, um, yeah. this is perfect that you bring this question up. So <laughs> it's like a bittersweet moment, right? Because um, yes. there are so many great memories that like you share with these people and you knew them and you just wish nothing but the best for them. And truly, like, you know, it's all love. It's all love. Right, right. At the same time, you know, there's nothing wrong how you mentioned, like we spoke earlier, like of having differences. Because my version of success can be, and your version of success can be two completely different opposites, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Me personally, if um, success is are if you're ultimate, like happy. If you're ultimately mm -hmm. happy, that's success. And if you're happy, man, you you won. You know, congratulations. I'm truly happy for you. That's the mm -hmm. way I see it, right? So it's kind of um, it's a bittersweet moment because I know that you know it's not that I'm letting go of you know these 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 you know my my friends, but it's something that like. I, it requires me to kind of focus on the stuff that I need to get to, to get to where I need to get for my family and myself. Um, mm -hmm. And if we run into each other, that's fine. You know, we'll catch up. We'll go get dinner. Dude, how's everything? How's the family? You know, I hope everything's well. What can I do for you? Um, yeah, yeah. But it, it's nothing personal and it's okay. You know, like you're going to lose a lot of people. There's been people, friends that I've went to school with that, you know, they think that change is a bad thing. So they hold a grudge on you for that. And, and it's like, yeah. you're supposed to change. You're supposed to elevate. You're supposed to grow. You, you know, why would you want to stay the same? You know what I mean? So that's the way mm -hmm. I see it. And it just, it just happens. And you can't control the way other people um, think the way they think of you has nothing to do with you. Right. That's just their perspective on you. And that's on them. Um, mm -hmm. You can only do what basically what you can control. So mm. um, that's just my perspective on it. Um, I'm curious to hear your opinion, to be honest. No, bro. I, <laughs> I love that. That's a great explanation. And one of the, so when I say that, um, let me give a little background before I, I give this answer. I grew up, uh, I was born in California, right? I grew up in the city of Chicago. I wasn't like living in a suburb. And then I would say I'm from Chicago. I actually <laughs> lived in, in Chicago. Um, and then in the sixth grade, we moved out to the suburbs. We lived in, while we were in Chicago, it was a, you know, it was a ghetto area, bad neighborhood, bad schools. My parents wanted to get us out of there. So I didn't move out to the suburbs until the sixth grade. My wife, Carlene, on the other hand, lived in her house, was born in her house, grew up in that house, and had the same friends since, like, I think her oldest friends were like since kindergarten. Wow. 
And like, it's crazy when she shows me pictures of, oh, this was, you know, him and I, or, or, or her and I, when we were in kindergarten, when, you know, my grandpa took me to school and then she was also there. And then now they're still friends and they're way into adulthood. 30 years they've been friends. That's crazy. I was like, that's really, really cool. But in the back of my mind, and maybe it's because my upbringing is a little different, I'm quicker to cut people off. And some people will look at that and be like, you're you're a cold-hearted motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's cold-hearted to be like, and it, it, it almost sometimes feels like people are like, oh, you're just using people to get to this stage or to get to that stage, you know? And it's like, Obviously, when I first hear it, I question myself because I never wanted to be that person. But I, I think part of growth is you have to be open to that. You can't just be closed off and say, I'm 100% this because the truth is you're not. Yeah. I think the real growth happens when you're able to be like, okay, maybe I'm 95% certain here. And this little 5% is I'm going to leave a little room for, for room for error, room for growth. Because I don't necessarily want to close the door on that and, and pretend like I completely understand it because you don't. Mm -hmm. so that little room for error i'm like okay like people say i'm an asshole and in my head if i go i know i'm not forget you i'm closing that off and i'm preventing myself from learning you know what why do they think i'm an asshole maybe i did say something oh maybe i could have said that a little bit better you know what i mean so yeah. i'm not saying to accept that you are but to have that little room for growth let that little sunlight break through there right so this whole idea of having friends for a long period of time, I'm quicker to cut people off because I, I want to keep a simpler life and I'm not, and it sounds bad, but it's, it's, it's one of those, like, if we are not vibing right now, what's the point? <laughs> like, yeah. 100%. 100%. And I'm not saying again, I'm, I'm not saying like we said earlier, I'm not looking for you to agree with everything I'm saying. I'm also not looking you looking at you to disagree with everything I'm saying either, because there's people that are just argumentative and I'm like, dude, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, what helped me in a was a conversation that we actually shared. Um, and that was being unapologetically me. Mm. That was probably one of like a conversation that left me just thinking like, in my chair, ten minutes after we got off the call, I was like, "Man, that was cool." Like, how can I implement this in my life? And yeah. it left me thinking. Like, a lot of it's crazy because a lot of us don't want to get to where we want to get because we're afraid of what people mm. may think of us. Yes. And when you remove that from you know the whole spectrum, you there's literally nothing to stop you. You know. And when yeah. when we had that conversation, it just like it helped me fully understand like what other people think of you have nothing to do with you and you're mm. never going to be for everybody. Right. Let's be mm, honest. Mm, you're mm. never going to be for everybody, but the people that are there for you, that's the people that you should focus on and, and just enjoy, truly enjoy those moments and cherish those moments. Right. Cause I mean, there is no way that you're going to be for everybody. It just isn't, let's be honest here, especially, oh, you know, as entrepreneurs, it's just a whole different, you know, like perspective that they might have on us. Right. Uh, and I think a lot of that played in like choosing your friends because there's also like, if you hang around with people who are not trying to get to the level that you want to get, 
Right. It's a lot easier to be complacent and just fall back and just be like, well, he's not doing as much, so I can I'm okay here because I'm still doing more than X and Y person. Oh yeah. And that's contagious. Right. So if, if you're always like sitting with people who are gradually just pushing each other or learning or want to learn, right? Because I'm okay with you know helping a lot of people and I've been like the impact on my social media lately has been has been amazing of just doing the 75 hard program and just yeah. people asking me, you know, like just tips and tricks and it's amazing. The fact that mm -hmm. I'm able to do that right now, I don't mind like helping out because um, I wish I had somebody who would push me and, and like guide me to where I want to get when I was younger. Mm -hmm. So it's just cool to be able to, to do that and provide that to people who, you know, want to get to that next level of, the, of themselves. Um, mm -hmm. So I just think all that has to tie up to where like how you choose your, your friends and your circle. And it's okay. Like you're not always going to be on the same page and, and it, it's okay to like, you know, they're going to talk, man, regardless. But why, yes. why would you want people like that in your circle to begin yeah. with? Yeah. You know, there's no need. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I literally remember that conversation um, when we were chatting. I think, I think we were in the middle of the move, Carlene and I. And then you and I get on a conversation. I remember leave, like hanging up that call and just kind of feeling your energy and your spirit. I'm like, Sammy's Sammy gets it, you know. What I'm saying? He get he get, my boy gets it. <laughs> I I was I'm telling you, like 20 minutes, I was just like, man, like it was an eye opener, and that has just drastically changed a whole like a perspective of like. Because I've always like I hate like, I mean I I think it's safe to say everybody hates disappointing, right? Being yeah. disappointing like disappointing people who you know you like or people who you know personally is just it sucks. Right. But at the same time, like you can only control a certain amount. Oh, yeah. And that, I mean, to, to pick back up on what we were saying, the reason why I'm e it's easier for me to disengage from certain people is because I know like I just like what you said, what we we're talking about. I was just I'm just being unapologetically me. If if one day you wake up and you just don't agree with this, the stuff that I'm saying and the stuff that's coming out of my mouth. Cool. Is that going to affect how I live my day to day? Hell no. Absolutely not. I didn't do anything. I'm just doing. I'm just doing me. And the only the only standards I'm living up to are the standards I set for myself and my family. And even beyond that, the standards from the guy upstairs, from the big man upstairs. Though that's the only person whose judgment I really care for. Yes. Because people, and I've 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 heard this. I've seen this. It's happened to me so many times, where people will judge me based off what other people say. If you judge me based off what someone else told you about me, do you think I should even care what you said? That says a lot about there's like, Right. I'm like, that says more about you than it says about yeah. me. Like you're going through other people's information and data, and then you're making that assumption that I'm X, Y, Z, where yeah. you've never talked to me. Yes. Yes. So I'm like peace <laughs> yeah. like we're good man we're good and really it's it's freedom that every this whole thing has been about freedom of unapologetically me when i first like i should have trademarked that shit. that was pretty good right <laughs> yeah, I, I i uh when i first was expressing these ideas to people people like you like closer in my circle they're like what does it mean to be unapologetically me and that was the idea in my head. What I mean, shit. Take away our accomplishments, our accolades, our titles, those three letters at the end of our signature in our emails. 
You take out, you take that out. Who are you? Mm. I bet you people listening or watching this right now, they're like, bro, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who are you? Without the title that man gave you. What do you stand for? Woo man, I also, you know, I got, I got to be. <laughs> Sammy's like, don't tag me in this interview, bro. I'm not trying to get in trouble. <laughs> but realistically, without that title, who are we? And it's like, if how did what you know what I mean? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's it's what you stand for. It's very important what you stand for, and that really defines who you are. It's what you do when no one's watching, mm. right? When no one's watching, when you don't have the crowd, when how you mention you take everything away, and how how you act, how you behave, what you truly stand for. Are you the guy to put the cart back after you're done shopping? Or you're the guy that just leaves the cart there and goes, you know, into your car and just drives off. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, that says a lot about who you are and what you stand for. One hundred. You know, if you walk um, past a homeless person, like how you treat that person, that says a lot. It's the small little things that really define who you are, and a lot of people don't notice that. It's not really the names or the money or the financial. It's just being truly, like, true to who you are your morals, what you stand for, your obligation, like as a human in this, in this universe, right? Like, I think it's, it's just bigger than, than just who you are and how much money you make. And, uh, it's like the impact because you, you never know who's watching. And that's right. something that I'm noticing on the way that's like, it's, it's crazy. You never know who's watching. I have people, you know, randomly just reaching out, telling me how I just changed the perspective on life or got them to start meal prepping or, starting you know requesting books that with self-development or starting your business and and it's just i'm just sharing my story i'm just sharing my story i'm just being unapologetically me and sharing what i truly stand for and what i believe right and people who rock with me they'll rock with me people who don't then i'm sorry but i'm not for you and that's okay but it's cool that you know there's so many people that are just interested and they can see and they want to grow and they want to develop and i just you know that's my my perspective on 100%. I would even take it like I agree with 99% of what you said. The only 1% that I would disagree with is when you said I'm sorry. Cuz that then it's like that's not being unapologetically me. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the only difference. Yeah. Like you said everything perfectly how I would say, it, except I wouldn't say sorry. I would just be like, "Okay, that's cool." And I'll just that's move cool. on. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like people are at the end of the day, 50% of people will hate you. 50% of people will like you. And more. the goal of this whole thing with growing a business or growing a brand, whatever, is to get the 50% that, of people that like you and get them to love you. And not all 50% will love you. No. Maybe 15 or 20% will. Max, yeah. But those 20% of people are the ones that are going to matter most. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to, it ties back to like, your energy and who you're hanging around with because that's the people that you truly you know want to devote your time and for me spending time with my family is like my favorite thing to do when i have time off right yeah. like i cherish those moments like you know being able to hang out with my my goddaughter my nephew my my mom my sister you know it's just just 
spending quality time like that's very important to me you know i'm sure you're you know whatever you stand for and you know family and you know your family and stuff like that's important to you so it has a lot to do with you know family and and how yeah. that you know yeah and you know like to to kind of to to piggyback off what you were saying earlier with bringing the putting the carts away right and what he's referring to well, what sammy's referring to just for everyone who's who hasn't heard this is in the shopping carts if you go to like target or walmart or costco or whatever a lot of people will be lazy as hell and just leave it in the middle of a parking lot versus the people that take the time even though it's inconvenient and it's uncomfortable to walk that cart back into the mm -hmm. area where it's supposed to be and put it away properly like it takes a certain character to go a little bit above and beyond to get that done. And I love that. Um, one of the things that I try to, it, it, you said earlier, integrity. What are you doing when nobody's watching? And what you're saying now about how you prioritize your family, one, it's beautiful because I, I look at it that way too. I do everything for my family. But how do you feel about the people who say that they're family men or they're family women and are not and they say that they're family men and women, but I should say their lifestyles don't reflect that. Mm. Like I love my family. I'm doing this for my family, but you're working 120 hours a week and you barely see your kids and your wife and you barely talk to them because you're too tired and you, you don't have time. What are your what are your opinions for someone like that? I think there's, what would your tip be for someone like that? I should say, I think because there's a fine line of, um, you know, a lot of like the reason why I like to aggressively like just I'm at a whole like with 75 hard, you know, it's just my mindset has been truly sharp and I'm mm -hmm. just executing and applying pressure like at a whole different level that I, I you know, right where I'm at right now, I can say I'm on my peak. Yes. So I, I feel like a lot of the work and the sacrifice that I'm doing, I know it's for my family, even if they probably don't see it or understand it at that time. Yes, yes. Right, so it's a little tricky because, you know, oh, well, you work too hard and you don't spend enough time with your family, when a lot of the reason, a lot of the why for some people is because of their family, mm -hmm. right? Like, I wanna, like, just be able, okay, so the reason why I'm taking it this route is because, um, I lost my father earlier last year, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the stuff that um, we have been building and growing in a lot of our businesses, I've always pictured this with my father involved, right? Everything that I picture, everything that I manifest, everything that I just envision, it was with my father involved. And so, you know, God had another plan for my father, you know, and now it's just, it ha it's happening with like with him in, in seeing us from above, right? If you will. Mm. So I feel like I take that more personally because it makes me go harder because now I really want my mother and my sister and my, my, my niece and my nephew to truly enjoy the fruits of our labor. You know, like I wanna, I really wanna give them, you know, my, my mom always talks about traveling. So I wanna give her, you know, the, just, I wanna be able to travel the world. My sister loves traveling, so I want to give her, you know, she's a big sports fan. I want to be able to just get her front row tickets to whatever game she wants to go without having to deal mm -hmm. with anything, you know, just because it's that experience. Mm -hmm. It's that experience that, you know, just their smiles and everything. So that's, to me, like, that's what I work hard for, 
you know, mm-hmm. so every time when I'm, I'm struggling, when I, you know, it's, things are getting hard and the pressure is really on, I think of times like that, you know, but there's um, people who work for different intentions and say yes to it's for the family. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what to answer to, towards that because uh, it's, it's like, that's just like, I could just speak on my take if I could. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, that's, that's real. Really, yeah, that's just my approach. And that's the way I see it because um, I, and we've actually talked about, you know, having a day off to just reflect and enjoy it. And last mm-hmm. Sunday was my very first Sunday where I'm just like, you know what, I really got to take this day off. Even if it's doing the 75 hearts and then the rest of it is spent quality time with my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt an impact. I've been like just more effective, more more focused, more you know, just on point. And it, it's been working, right? And it, it requires that some days are longer, some days you know more than others, but it's worth it because I, I know that like now I look forward to Sundays because Sundays is where like I get to truly enjoy the fruits of my labor, you yes. know, truly enjoy that family time and cherish those moments. And that's the way I you know I I, I see it. No, dude, I think I think the way with with the things that you've told me before and how you're handling it. If I was in your place in your situation, I wouldn't do it any different. You know, it's a little bit different now for me because, yeah, we're having a kid. So it's another it's another like. Another reality of. Am I being true to the shit that I actually care about? Mm hmm. Because we got a daughter on the way, and what example am I going to be setting for her? Like, I want to be there for the soccer games. I want to be there for the recitals. I want to be there for this, this, and that. And that's why before we, before Carlene and I started to grow our family, I was working like I was possessed. Like, it was like, just like you, like... This is my motivation. And I acted like this this kid, this daughter was his son or daughter, whatever at the time, right? Like is right around the corner and I got to operate like they're going to pop out in a few weeks. So that was my driving force. And now that it's becoming real, I got to accomplish what I wanted to accomplish before she's here. And now it's like I'm just making room in my life to prioritize the things I really do care about. And what's to come exactly i love that exactly and at the end of the day what we're trying to get to is there's levels to this shit yeah there's levels to this game there's times where you have to be so obsessed with winning and getting to that next level because that's kind of the beginning you're just it's like it's like that's the first rush of success where you're not sleeping, you're waking up early, you're sacrificing literally like probably more than we should, because at that point, we're sacrificing a lot of sleep. Usually, Um, you know, we we fill in our energy with like junk food, because it's easy, easy and convenient. So that's like, when you experience that, then you kind of tailor back a little bit. And you're like, okay, not sleeping a lot and not eating well, sucks. But I ha- your body can take. Right, right. So, you know, I want to respect your time. But one of the things that I, I admire you for is I've 
truly been blessed with the opportunity not just to know you these last handful of years but to watch you grow like from my own eyes the very first time i met you like real talk i've never told you this and i've been saving this for a podcast because i wanted to tell people like how i'm truly proud of you like you as a man as an adult as to watch you grow and you had mentioned you know last year when your father had passed away man like I can't say I know what that feels like, but I can see what it did to you. And that was around the time. I I, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I, I, I remember or what we were talking about, but I remember feeling it in my heart, like God telling me. Like to tell you, like, it's going to be OK. And that this is this is how it's supposed to be. And I it was like one of those like. I know it hurts, but what's going to come out of this pain is going to be something greater for you and your family. I appreciate that. Man. Wow. And that means a lot. that's real, bro. And I've had the honor to literally watch you grow from first seeing you and you were kind of shy and quiet to blooming on social media, growing your social media, putting up, you know, your half nudes on your Instagram. <laughs> Yo, you just got 50 new followers right now. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, man, I, I've seen you grow and, and bloom into the man that you're becoming and, and, the, God, and the, the man God created you to be. And I love that. One of the things that I've seen you really ramp up is your fitness i've seen you hitting the gym see you hitting the weights slowly transforming your body to match the powerful mind you already have tell me a little bit of what that how important fitness has become into your routine so it was uh one of andy frisella's first i just want to say thanks man thanks for the words that's that's powerful and uh it means a lot of course of course Uh, but it was one of Andy Frisella's podcasts where he mentioned, um, you know, your your physique ties is 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 a mirror representation of your your discipline. Mm-hmm. And man, I have been overweight for a good job, you know, good amount of my life, and it's never been. And that's it's just been it was just shitty. It sucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was just hard. Like you, you can't really be happy. Uh, there's just, you know, when you're just alone in dark room, you just feel like you're just not happy. You're not content. And there is no way you can really operate in that level. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause you, that you, you, that means you're operating in a low level of motivation, self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when people are, you know, like just the way you, you look at yourself in the mirror, you know, you just feel like you're being judged left and right. Um, so after I heard that there was a reality check, you know, it was crazy cause I was uh, listening to it in the gym. And I was, it was very like my first week back at the gym. And I was like, man, like, I really need to take this serious because um, I was just starting my entrepreneurship journey. Mm. So I knew that like I had to operate on a different level if I really wanted to take this journey serious. And uh, it was 2017 when I made that commitment to myself. And obviously, you know, it, it's had it's like it's goods and down, ups and downs and some Naturally. struggles, some battles. Yeah. Um, but uh the first time I did 75 hard, I felt 
so powerful in my mind and just mentally, physically, I felt just at my all time highest. Right. So fast forward to, you know, my father passing away. Um, I was probably safe to say like at my lowest lows because, you know, it was, you know, all the saying when it rains, it pours. Right. Yeah. Um, that was what I was going through my family and I, so, you know, my father passed away and then just so many personal things that just came falling right down, like right after. So it was kind of like, you just, you know, just falling just down, down. And, and it took a while. Um, but I just pushed myself through fitness just because I knew that like, it helped me get to like, it's where I like to go and express my feelings when I'm happy, where I'm sad or excited, you know, just nervous, just release stress. Like it's just my, my go-to spot. I feel it's just a comfort. Um, and when you tie that and it starts, you know, you build confidence and you start building like just, you know, self-discipline and everything starts to tie together that bounces on, reflects on how you do in your business and your networks and you start motivating yes. others and then their motivation bleeds to you and you just create this whole ball of energy where your whole people that you're surrounded with are now you know bouncing off of that energy and it's a snowball effect right because then everybody it's just they you know their friends and their group of people start seeing that they're elevating and they're developing and then it just you know keeps on spreading so i think that it helped me you know bounce out of that really dark hole that i was in to where I just, I knew, you know, we were launching Tribe Coffee Co. Uh, right when, you know, a pandemic and things was, were getting harsh. So I knew it needed, I needed to be, and it needed a whole nother level of me. Mm. So I was like, you know, I need to dive into 75 hard because I know what that feels like. And I know how I felt the first time I did it. So I got back onto 75 hard knowing, you know, if I'm going to go through these hardships, because I know what I was going to get myself into, I needed all the leverage that I can. Right. So uh, that's where I'm at. I'm right now in 75 hard, man. I'm just, you know, giving it everything that I got. Like I can say this is probably like the hardest I've ever been going just in life. Uh, and it's just that's a discipline, discipline, you know, just executing at your highest potential. And, you know, I just is showing just I just want to be show proof that, like, you know, there is no secret formula, man. You just got to put in the work and you stay disciplined and, you know, watch everything start happening for you, not to you. Mm -hmm. that's a beautiful way to, to approach life man is it's it's requiring a new level of me because like we, what we said in the middle of this podcast there's levels to this yeah what what level one is not going to take it level three is not going to take the same things that took you to get to level one exactly and what you're doing is you're you're starting to see the difference between the levels and what it takes to be successful in each one. And the fact that, you know, I need to equip my tool belt. I need to go into this battle with all the tools. I know all the tools that I have under my arsenal, go into this battle and I'm going to come out into the next level. That's awesome. I'm, I'm really happy for you. I'm proud of you. I, I, wish and pray for more luck blessing success for you and your businesses i love watching you win man tell people how can how they can get a hold of you how can they stay connected with you and stuff like that yeah of course uh yeah um so my instagram handle is uh sammy.rvt s-a-m-m-y.rvt um uh that's just that's probably the best place you guys can, can would be able to get a hold of me okay awesome
awesome. Yeah. If you guys are, aren't already, make sure you're following Sammy. Watch his journey. This this man's doing some big things. He is driven, uh, and he's one of the nicest people I know. And I know if you get a chance to talk to him, you're gonna think and feel the same. So Sammy, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for being on the show, and I'm excited to have you on again. Oh man, it's been an honor, man. We've been talking about this for so long that it's it just feels so good just being able to make this happen, man. So thanks again yeah. for having me, brother. Of course, brother. Thank you, man. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope that you enjoyed the show. Make sure you follow me at angelolilock.com. That's A-N-G-E-L-O-L-I-L-O-C. You'll receive our weekly newsletters, any updates, any events, giveaways, all that kind of stuff every week straight to your inbox. All right, we want to make sure that it's easy and convenient for you. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.